0: Welcome to the It Gets Easier podcast. My name's Heather, and I'm a licensed clinical mental health counselor that also has anxiety and panic attacks. I'm super passionate about helping people work through the struggles that come with having mental illness. In this podcast, I'll be talking about some of my own experiences with mental health, as well as some tools, tips, and tricks that I've learned to help not only myself, but some of the clients I've worked with. So if you're ready for some real talk about mental health that's going to help you feel a little less alone in this crazy world, then let's get to it hello and welcome to this week's episode of the it gets easier podcast i am so excited that you're here today as every other week (laughs) in this episode all right i'm not gonna lie i'm just i've not been feeling super great i've had a headache my sinuses have not been great just all kinds of things but what i want to talk about in this episode is why it's important not to ignore your anxiety and here's why because I had a real-time incident this weekend and it did not end well for me (laughs) I don't want like I didn't go to the hospital nothing crazy like that but it just it didn't go well and I've learned that ignoring my anxiety and pretending it's not there is not the best idea and here's why basically what happened this weekend was before I go into that, so actually, let me go back a second. I want to preface kind of where my anxiety came from. I tend to get very triggered by how do I put this? By health issues. Essentially, like anytime I have aches or pains, like sore throat, any of that stuff, it tends to trigger me and make me think the worst. Like I'm having a heart attack, I'm dying, those types of things, which are not very rational thoughts. But that's what tends to happen. But I've gotten better with learning how to cope with them and how to not let them spiral out of control. But this weekend I didn't do those normal things that I do. Instead, like I started getting like this pain in my lower like rib area and it was really painful. Well, I don't want to say it was really painful, but it was just kind of like it scared me. And I automatically think like I'm having a heart attack, I'm dying. Like I had no other symptoms other than I have like a little pain. But yeah, it's been go- that's been going on for over 24 hours. Now nothing's gotten worse. It just kinda hurts. But I'm guaranteeing it's probably because I've been working out and like moving like that area a lot. And I think I probably just pulled a muscle. But yeah. Basically because of that pain, it freaked me out. But instead of like just kind of dealing with it, I like, tried to just ignore it and act like it wasn't there and just be like, it's not a big deal. I'm just gonna ignore it. Like everything's fine don't act like everything's fine when it's not fine it's okay not to be okay and instead of just ignoring my anxiety and ignoring and acting like it wasn't there it just made it 10 times worse because by ignoring it my anxiety does not like to be ignored it basically said you're not going to ignore me i'm gonna hype myself up even more and you're not going to be able to ignore me So basically what happened was I ignored it pretty much like all day yesterday. That's yesterday, Saturday and recording this on Sunday and throughout the night, I think I woke up around like four or five a.m. Not 100 percent sure, but I remember waking up like in the middle of the night just to like my heart just racing, like pounding out of my chest and me just being like, "Uh, no, not this because I've gotten this in the past and it's always been anxiety related so that really didn't bother me that much. It's more just kind of like, oh, no, like I don't want to deal with this right now. And just kind of like, it just scare me a little bit, but not a lot. So I've learned kind of things to do. What helps me to calm down in that moment is I keep water next to my bed for this reason, just in case. I take a drink of water, I get up and go to the bathroom. And then I kind of lay back down and just take deep breaths to calm my body down, to regulate again. And then usually I'm able to fall back to sleep. Well, this time it's a little different though because I did that stuff and then I did fall back to sleep and then I woke up later and just my anxiety just kind of like shot out like a rocket and was like, nope, you're not ignoring me. I'm going to be here, right here, right now, face me or I'm just going to keep going and make it worse. So I faced it and I was just like, I'm going to let myself feel anxious. I'm going to let myself feel all of it. And then by letting myself feel all of it, I'm not ignoring it. I was able to kind of show my body that, like, there's nothing to be afraid of. My anxiety is basically, it's all talk. There's nothing actually there to be afraid of. So by letting myself do that, I was able to deal with my anxiety in a healthy way. And also learning to teach my body to become comfortable with being uncomfortable. Because at the end of the day, that's what negative mental health is. It's something that makes us feel uncomfortable and Our bodies are not wired to like feeling uncomfortable. They're just not. We're not wired that way. So our body tends to try to avoid it. And I've learned in the past when I try to avoid it, negative things happen. I tend to feel worse. I tend to just make my anxiety feel worse. And then it doesn't want to go away. Because once it, for me, once it ramps up, it's very hard to get it back down. And it takes a lot of effort to do that. Whereas now I've learned things that helps me so that I'm able to calm myself down a lot quicker, which is very helpful. Like some of the things that I do, I've talked about in the past, but some of the things I do, like one of the big ones for me that's really helpful is just kind of like laying in bed, like listening to a meditation or just taking deep breaths and just kind of like letting the feelings sit there. Not really like thinking about it. Just letting the feelings sit there because, and that's another thing I've realized too, is the more you let your thoughts linger or the more you start to ha- like those conversations you have with yourself, the more you fight with those thoughts, though that's how they tend to spiral out of control. So if you just let the thoughts be there, think the thought, let it go one ear and out of the other, eventually the thoughts start to go away because you're not feeding into it. So essentially that's what I did. And I've been able to kind of feel more calm there today. I've still had some pain the rest of the day, but I've been able to cope with it more calmly, and I feel like that's really helpful. And that's one thing that I've always wanted to do with talking about my anxiety and those different things is to normalize it and help people to realize that mental health is not something to be ashamed of. It's not something that I want people to think of in a negative light. Even though it does make you feel negatively. I don't want anyone to feel like it's something they need to hide or something that they should be looked at negatively. Because at the end of the day, mental health is not something that should be a reason for people to look down on you. Because everybody suffers from some type of mental health at different levels. Whether it be some people have mental health that's not too bad, whereas other people, they really, really struggle. And I think it's unfair to look down on someone because maybe their mental health is worse than yours. And at the end of the day, too, mental health, I wish, was something that people had more conversations about. Because I feel like a lot of the uncomfortableness, too, also comes from people not fully understanding what it is or how to uh, support it. And a lot of times when people don't know how to support something or how to help someone, they avoid it. They don't want to talk about it or they want to act like it doesn't exist. But the thing is, mental health is not something you can act like it doesn't exist because it's always going to be there. It's always going to be something that people struggle with. But it's not something you have to struggle with forever. It's something that's treatable and something that people can work through. But it's all about finding the right tools and the right things that work for you. Because as I've said before, things that work for me may not necessarily work for you. But I also love helping people find things that do work for them. Because I want people to know, like from my own experience, it gets better and it gets easier. It's easier easier to work with your mental health and not be something that takes away from your quality of life. Quality of life is super, super important. And your mental health can take away from it at times if you let it get to that point so that's why I do what I do as a mental health therapist I love helping people and I want to give people the tools to work through the things that they are going through and that's one thing I've wanted to do with this podcast is to rationalize not rationalize that's not the right word I'm looking for Is to normalize mental health. To help people not feel so alone. Because I remember how alone I felt. When my mental health was at it's worst. And thinking that nobody understands how I feel. No one gets it. And I wish somebody would have been there for me. Like... I wish I had a podcast like this that told me that I'm not alone. Well, I did have different ways, different things, like I found like different like blog sites that would have people like interacting and kind of talking about their things. And like, it was very helpful to have people like supportive and being like, even though I didn't know them in person, but having people kind of be like, I know exactly what you're going through. And like, here's what's helpful for me. And like, at the end of the day, it's like, it's so important to take care of yourself And be kind to yourself when you are having those down times. Because mental health can be a, not just a mentally exhausting, but it can be physically exhausting. And I think it's so important to take care of yourself and be kind to yourself and give yourself some grace when your mental health is not at its finest. And I think don't ever feel ashamed because you need to take a mental health day or because you feel like you need to just take some time for yourself because at the end of the i think i've said at the end of the day a lot today but i think it's super important to be kind to yourself and to take care of your mental health as much as you take care of your physical health if you had a broken leg you're gonna go to the doctors right so why don't we tell people the same things when their mental health is struggling we don't tell them to go see a therapist we kind of just tell them i'll just get over it like you're not going to tell that someone that has a broken leg you're not going to tell that someone has diabetes you're not going to do that with anyone with a physical health problem so why do we do that with people with mental health we expect them to just get over it it's not that big of a deal right A lot of people, I've had people in my life tell me that, oh, just get over it. It's not a big deal. Like, and I think those are the same people that also don't really have the same mental health struggles that I've had. So they don't fully understand. And when you haven't been through what someone's been through, it's very hard to put yourself in their shoes and fully understand where they're coming from. So people tend to, when they don't understand something, they tend to look at, like, look down on people and be like, well i could probably get through it no problem well that's great for you but i'm not you i'm me and i know how i'm feeling and i don't need you to understand how i'm feeling because you're never gonna understand because not that you may never understand but i know how i'm feeling and i don't need someone telling me how to feel that's never been through what i've been through does that make sense don't look down on someone don't tell someone to just get over something if you've never been through what they've been through that's like telling like let me see like if you someone's had a death like had a death in their family it's very like it's very insensitive to tell someone we'll just get over it. it's not a big deal like unless you've had a loss like they've had you don't fully understand what it's like to lose someone it's the same thing with mental health unless you've had like a severe depressive episode or unless you've had a panic attack you're never going to fully understand what that person's going through but instead of looking down on them or just expecting them to get over it maybe ask them what they need or what you can do to support them because to me that's the biggest thing and sometimes the hardest thing to do is to ask someone what they need from you versus just expecting that versus just ignoring them or acting like their problems are not yours Well, that is true in some sense. Their problems are not yours, but it's better to offer the support and have them be like, no, I got it versus just not offering support at all. Because as I've said before, having mental health struggles is very difficult and it can be very isolating at times. So sometimes just knowing you have that person in the back of your pocket that is maybe a support for you, even if it's just like someone to talk to, can be so helpful and so be can be such a like light at the end of the tunnel thing sometimes but yeah so at the end of the day I hope what you take from this episode is that mental health is super important it's something that I want to normalize and it's something that I still struggle with on a daily basis just not well, maybe not a daily basis anymore but it's something that I struggle with and I wish people were more open with their mental health struggles because everybody goes through them. And I think if we normalized it, people would be able to learn so much more of how to cope with things. And it wouldn't be such this like taboo topic to talk about. It's definitely gotten better throughout the years, but it's still something I think people can work on and something that can open a lot more discussions. And if anyone ever wants to have a discussion about mental health, any of those things, I am always open to it. I love talking about mental health. As I said, it's something I'm passionate about. It's something I work with on a daily basis. So, yeah. And that is all I have for today. It's going to be a shorter episode. This is kind of like a word-vomity one, too. And hopefully the audio is okay since I'm recording this on my phone. But, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. I Thank you all for listening. Excuse me for the cough. My it's getting dry. So, that's my cue to cut this off. So, thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful week. This is going to be up on Tuesday. I'm hoping Tuesday like at midnight. So hopefully we we'll listen to this Tuesday morning. Thank you for listening. I love you so much. And if you resonated with this episode, if you struggle with mental health, I really, really would love it if you would share this episode. Because this episode is was not an episode I originally planned on doing. But it's an episode that really kind of just came from my heart. And I really, really love it. And i really just hope you share it with people to let them know that they're not alone thank you for listening i love you all and i will talk to you soon bye thank you so freaking much for listening if you connected with any part of the episode today i would love it if you shared it on your instagram story also make sure to tag me in it so i can thank you for sharing and showing the podcast some love i am so incredibly grateful for you allowing me to be a part of your daily routine So until next time, remember, it gets easier.